welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where six mates unpack three topics over a new drink each week. Fuck it, just go with that, we'll fix it if it's... Welcome to Simple Minds Podcast, episode 19. You're here with Travis Hato. They finally let me back onto the uh, the main chair, the main microphone, after a long absence. Because you weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, good point. Uh, anyway, to my left, we have the most soothing voice in the world, Mr. JB, Justin Bourne. Sup? <laughs> that doesn't go the second time. <laughs> that does not work. Don't tell them we had to retake the front end. I didn't, you just did. because <laughs> <laughs> you stuffed it up. We've got digital marketing extraordinaire, Matt Hannum, next uh, to JB. Uh, thanks, Trav. Good to be here. And we've got the... Uh, the bomb dropper, and that's just not farts, that is words of wisdom, <laughs> Conrad Francis. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <G'day>. <laughs> and Michael Duncan. <laughs> nah, <I'm> just joking. <laughs> and we have the stoic man himself, Michael Duncan. Hello. Santiago? Yes, missing uh, Santiago himself, Marco Noe. Down, where is he? He's down south somewhere. Yes. Bustleton, yeah, He's recording. Yeah, 24-hour twenty-four hour cycling race, yeah. I believe. So, Shout out, Marco. Crazy man, crazy yeah, great man. Dad in there. Hello, Jose. Anyway, so it was my chance to bring the booze. Yeah, uh, what you is can't this? call this booze, yeah, It's like milk. Well, yeah, I, milk. I felt like going um, <laughs> like a girly drink. Uh, no, to be honest, I was just really lazy and just grabbed it off the... Uh, <laughs> The thing, and when I was walking out of the house, Ashby, my wife, raised an eyebrow and was like, "What the hell are you doing with that?" <laughs> and then she was like, "Well, don't drink it all." And I said, to her, "I said, well, it sat up there for three years, cool and you've only song. drunk like three yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a milky. Oh, it was only 2014. No, nah, just joking. It's all right. It's a uh, it's a cool Swan. It's a Irish cream liqueur. So it's like a Bailey's, basically. You want to drink it on? Uh, it's like a Bailey's, but a cheaper version. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually Things more expensive. Things go well in the Hato House household. I think it's actually more expensive. <laughs> it's a uh, whiskey with Belgian white chocolate and Irish dairy cream. Fancy. So, yes, it's a. Uh, it's quite nice. Just it's, it's an acquired taste. Yeah, oh, cheers. It's very sweet. Oh, yeah, it is very sweet. It's just like a nightcap. Other than. Hamsticks oh, rich. Yeah, Bailey's is a good old Bailey's type drink. It's a really good. Yeah. I'm a bit, I love chocolate. Bailey's type so, drinks. I, well, you, this, I do enjoy mate, it. This is a bullshit call. This ain't fucking chocolate. So, it it's actually it just tastes like melted down white chocolate. It does. It does. No, it does not. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you guys have been baffled by the bullshit on the marketing, mate. Exactly. Call uh, what it is, yak's milk. <laughs> it's got that colour, it? <laughs> if it is yak's milk, still good for you, isn't it? Well, your one is, but I don't know if you can say it anyway. <laughs> Someone's milk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get started. Uh, I think we're jumping over to the soothing voice man himself, aren't we, for the first topic? I believe so. And then who else got? Conrad. You got me. Yep, afterwards. Can't wait. Can't wait. I, I, I teased Marco with it. And he goes, oh, send me your send your material, send me your material. I said, I can't send it to you, mate. You guys made the rule. It's true. We did. And I did challenge you before we come in. Because the irony of my topic is uh, I've been swelling with a few ideas and I've been trying to, how do I pinpoint it and mesh it kind of into a, something for us to talk about. And <clears throat> I attended a workshop this week, which was, not, which was good. But what it highlighted was that we talk, and the funny thing is, what, episode 19? 
19. Did, did we even mention that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But we're, and weren't we supposed to let Travis introduce who he was? Yeah, we yeah, were, were actually. Should we do a quick, yeah. quick back, jump back? back. On Trav. Just a yeah. good-looking fella. That's all that needs to be said. Quick bio. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Multidisciplinary. Husband to uh, a Ooh. beautiful wife. Yeah, with that Beautiful line. girl, Ashby. Uh, father to uh, my cat, Winston. <laughs> Fur baby, fur baby. Uh, he's he's a good he's a good little boy. No, I'm a uh, I'm a creative. I have a photography background. I've been a pro for about eight or nine years. Um, a lot of commercial and advertising, sort of my game. I love portraiture. I love photographing people, getting the best out of people. Um, that's sort of my my niche and my sort of passion. Uh, I've recently bought another business, a, a pewter manufacturing. So pewter is a tin alloy. Because there's so um, many synergies. Yeah. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah. So, well, that's the, that's the funny thing. It's just totally left field. It was more... Um, there's way more synergies than you think, but well, you stop and think about it. Of course there is, because behind the packaging, it's, it's the business, right? Yeah. P&L is a P&L. Yeah, exactly. But uh, the thing that I love, I love for it is that we're actually creating something. So with photography, I create something. And with the pewter company, we create something as well. So See, clearly I missed all of that creative stuff. <laughs> we, uh, we give the ability to our clients to, to create some pretty cool stuff. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'm 28. Uh, I've come it's through. It's a dating site, mate. doesn't care about your age. <laughs> What's this? Swipe, swipe left. I'm a Capricorn, six foot three, slightly ranger. Slightly ranger. That's about it. Bit of a hairy beard at the moment. Oh, not really. I'm a bit... Need to show. Do, do you know your why? Are you prepared to put your why on the table? Oh, <laughs> I, I thought we were just doing a little infomercial here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> My why? Why, why do you exist? Why, why does Travis Hato? Why are you on this planet? I want to. Um, I just want to inspire people to create really cool stuff. Yeah, whether if it's uh, pewter or whether if it's photography, I get really mad at people. Why? Sorry, I get mad at people and frustrated when they say to me, "I'm not creative at all," because I believe everyone's creative. I think uh, everyone has some form of creativity and, and they can, you know, they're just sort of down on themselves if they don't. So that's kind of one thing for me is to, to embrace that and get that out of people. Because it's not nurtured, is it, through life? Like, I reckon it's beaten out of people, you know, creativity. Absolutely. Some people keep it, some people keep yeah. that connection, but a lot of it, yeah. But you're right, everybody is. Yeah. Everybody. And it takes a lot to work, not work at it, but, you know, it comes naturally to some people and others... Yeah. Some people have to kind of put a few things in place to to get that out of them. But, yeah, that's probably my why, Conrad. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Just thought I'd ask. That's right. Lucky I live it every day. <laughs> I knew you'd have an answer. Wise <laughs> yeah, words. No basketball mentions in there. Oh, yeah, no basketball mentions. So, um, he retired last year, apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, no, I play uh, semi-pro basketball, so state league for uh, the Parallax Hawks. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoy it. Lots of life lessons you can learn from playing a team sport, which I'm learning more and more as I get older, uh, which is which is pretty cool. But um, but yeah, love it. The other notable mention is that um, I'm sure listeners can hear that. Hopefully, the quality is a little higher now, oh. and we've upgraded our kit significantly as of this episode. Well, legit. Legit. We are legit now. Let's we get on to our legit. content, hey? Let's get on to the content. Let's I like buying that bit of extra time. I noticed. Appreciate it. Um, so as I was saying, uh, you know, we're episode 19 now, and 
it's funny how we talk, you know, all sorts of topics and, you know, you can kind of keep talking about them. But what's interesting is you, when you're awareness, you know, you know a lot of things, but it's what was highlighted to me going to this workshop is that, yeah, you know all of that, but it's so good to kind of almost have a refresher because you go by the day to day, you do the whirlwind, everything happens and things just fall to the wayside and you'd be like, yeah, I know about that stuff or self-awareness and gratitude and all these things. And it's vision and your why and culture and all these elements, leadership. And I think it's sometimes nice to go back and recap on certain elements because as we've talked about, it is part of the journey as well. And you never, I guess, arrive at a destination really knowing these things. I think a lot of these things are experiences and and testing and things like that. So I really struggled to bring, I guess, a pinpointed topic to today's session. But what I kind of, the theme that I wanted to bring up was ego. 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 (laughs) That's better. Um, Not the ice cream, obviously. Not the ice that cream. Was good ice cream, though. No. Oh, there was an ice cream called Ego? Yeah, Magnum Ego. What was it's, uh, in that? Chocolate and then caramel yeah. and then another layer of chocolate and then we white could, ice cream. We could, could be having that instead of this uh, liqueur. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't couldn't be any worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, the reason I bring that up is um, there's a great book, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And I essentially have a summary, well, a another person's version of a summary of that book. And I want to talk about that because um, there's a few things that have been going on for myself this week and I've been challenged with, I guess, other people's ego, my own ego. And, you know, I think when you're, whether you, if you, I wouldn't say refer to myself as a, as a leader, but when you are leading an organization and you, you have a, a team, um, it's interesting to try and, and I guess, be aware of, of ego, how to communicate to it. And like I said, I don't necessarily have a particular topic, but I'd like to just talk about it uh, a little bit more in, you know, how it can hold us back. And can it, maybe the question is like, you know, sometimes it can be a lot of negative connotation with ego, but, you know, is there a positive connotation to it? And I guess what I'll do is quickly read um, the summary of Ego is the Enemy, um, who Samuel Thompson Davies, this is his summary. He has the book in three sentences and they are, Ego is an unhealthy belief in your own importance. Ego is there undermining us on the very journey we've put everything into pursuing. Ego can be managed and directed. So that's his three three sentence summary of ego as the enemy. Definitely a great book for awareness on ego because um, I think Ryan Holiday's writing style is really great in that he piggybacks. Um, what say piggyback? He supports concepts with stories from history, um, and so there's like mini little history lessons in there, and it's and it's really great. And then there's the five. He's got five big ideas which come out of this. At any given time in life, we're aspiring to something. We have achieved, sorry, we have achieved success or we have failed. So that's number one. Number two, we must cultivate humility, diligence and self-awareness if we are to remove ego. That's a good one to kind of talk into. Maintain your own scorecard. Don't fake it till you make it. Just make it. Always stay a student. 
So always stay a student's pretty powerful one, which I think, again, we've talked about um, before. Um, so like as I said, I, I don't have a, other than this week is highlighted, I, I feel like sometimes my ego's held me back from doing things, which is, I don't know about the fake it until you make it situation. Um, uh, but I guess maybe we could go more down the path of, yeah, can it be used for positive? Um, how to be aware of it, you know, um, what what's everyone's thoughts on it? And just kind of see where we go with that. Um, unfortunately, I don't have, like I said, a particular point, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's where I want to just put to the put to the table, put to our sexy mics. Conrad, should you go first? You got the biggest ego. Boom. I thought it was being kind to Conrad though. Death stabbing. No, that was me. I'm being kind to Conrad. I didn't say anything. I got you. I got you a nice, comfortable chair. Well, hey, listen. I mean, I. To be human, Sorry, Justin. Is to have an ego, yeah. I mean, ego is I think, an integral uh, part of being human. It provides you a counterbalance to an alternative as well, right? I mean, yeah. I think so. You know, everything in moderation. I mean, it is it is an issue, and it's kind of interesting to the topic that I'll talk about later. Thanks, Justin. But um, I believe the ego, in a way, is your counterbalance to where you should be, and that's you know, and I've talked about this a lot. Your egoic state doesn't necessarily propel you. But it does give you context and a reference point. It's like a ballast and a shift. Yeah, sort of 100%. Uh, that's a very good analogy, yeah. Yeah, and I guess as well because of some of the conversations we've had around vision versus ego, and I know we don't want to necessarily, we've covered enough for, I think, vision a few times. You know, you know. But like, just, okay, vision or aspiration, where you want yeah, to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's the counterbalance of, of ego because it is almost a paradox, I think, sometimes, ego itself. I think, well, you can't get. We must cultivate humility, diligence, mm. and self-awareness if we are to remove ego. You can never remove the ego. No, ego but you, you can neutralize it. Because yeah, okay. ego, in, in the sense of how it is typically defined, doesn't allow you to grow or create. Ego is a counterbalance to creation. Because yeah. it, it's deep-seated in your belief pattern and your belief pattern based on my learnings are largely limited by nature, which is why when you hear on holiday speak and the Stoics speak, the ego is the way. It is address the ego, don't follow the ego. Ego is the enemy. Sorry, ego is the enemy. It is, it is that. I mean, it, it is to understand it holds you back from going forward. And I think that's the thing is the conversation about the ego. So knowing that it's there but being able to control it, I wouldn't even say control it. It's probably in the word control to me probably is a bit strong. Can it be controlled? No, I, I, I don't believe it can be. That's why I don't treat you to use the word control. Well, it's I about being it aware to, of it. It has to be controlled. But if, you, if you're aware of it, yeah. I think it's like... Well, that's a form of control, isn't it? Being aware and then... Is it? That then, but know, okay, so let me put context around what I mean by aware. Okay, I can sit in this room and believe that no one's sitting here with me. Yep. All right? That would be a false statement, right? but I could still have that belief. Yep. Or then I could have the belief that people are with me in this room. So that's, that's what I mean by being aware. You can choose to ignore or choose to be aware. Yep. Now, when you're aware that the ego is present in any given situation, you then have a choice. The choice is do you bow to what the ego is allowing you to believe or do you go towards what you believe is the alternative to that? So when I say ego gives you a context, I believe in a, in a, in a schematic of light and dark, the ego is one of them. 
Yeah. So the the alternate is the other. So what's the alternate? Is it the enlightenment or I, I, I call self awareness? I call I call it enlightenment. I call it your soul journey. Um, so it's you it's you at your highest um, capacity. So what about looking at it in a slightly different way? So where do you think the ego then helps in cases then to, to balance? I, I, if I'm going to be black and white on this, I don't believe the ego is designed to help us other than to give us a counterbalance to awareness. Okay. So, it's so context. Yeah. So you don't think there is any positive version of ego? I don't think so. It's only served as essentially... It a creates counter, a positive a by, by giving you the context of, of the alternative. What, what does, does it serve as a motivator at all? I mean just been listening to what you've all said and I, I feel like at times like cause obviously the ego aspect a lot of it's the avoidance of it, it's our human and wanting to be in a community you know that we we sort of strive to to be similar in ways and we don't like to stand out for example and that you know but is that good ego, well I think at times ego can be a motivator and if you achieve an outcome but in that context where you're talking about being similar in a community is that good no not necessarily but if that means you're well maybe i mean some people it might be good in the if you don't want to well no but that that might be the extreme case in terms of what you might be looking to do but let's say for example just like good common behavior for example and if people weren't motivating each other to just you know be decent humans that could be a big problem right like we don't. I think I think there's a there's a massive fallacy um, that occurs when we believe we're on this planet to motivate another human being. So, <laughs> what? so when we when we we think we're here to if, motivate if we, another, if we, we, if you just use the word motivation to, to. No, I use the ego. I said, can ego motivate you? Well, ego, ego, well. Should you be using ego to, as a motivation tool? I don't know. It's what, almost what it's almost like it's, it's almost saying here's a big stick. Now respond. Yeah, but it's a self-imposed stick. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Self-imposed or real? It's not an external factor. It's an internal factor. Doesn't matter. I don't know. Well, why do you do what you do? Does no ego come into the equation? Of ego what, does come into the equation. Of of what your I expectations do. It does, of yourself and how you how you. So is that a is that a bad thing that you? Your ego no, is telling not, you that not you're bad this type if you read, of person. You, you have context. You have these types of values, and that's who you are. So you want to stay aligned to that. Is that your ego? I don't know. I'm asking the question. I don't. I don't believe so. I think the ego makes you more individual. It doesn't. I actually don't think it does. I think the ego makes you more of the same. No, when I when I say individual, I mean it creates you as a separate entity. No, I don't else. believe you. No, not not. I think your state of of connecting with your higher self individualizes you. The ego itself works to conceptu- conceptually individualize you, conceptually. But the reality is, I don't think it does. It separates you. It doesn't. It, so to me, there's, there's two things: separation, individualization. Individualization to me is someone operating at their highest capacity for their own right, for their own issues, and for their own benefits. To uh, that's that's primarily at that level, and through that, you're living experience that can benefit mankind. Can I just jump in there and just throw out a, a definition? So I've literally just googled it, and the first thing. Who's who are you referencing? I'm not, I'm just referencing a dictionary. Which uh, one? I've got a good one. Yeah. 
good one. And I'd love to know the origin of the word if anyone's got it, because it's going to come from Greek. Latin, ego, uh, from Latin, literally I, the, the letter I, yep. so me. So this definition, or wherever it's come from, is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. So that, that's counterintuitive to the word humility, right? Yeah, I know, but look, self-esteem versus self-importance, I think, are two different things as well. So, so this is what I'm saying. This is where definitions are playing yeah. schizophrenia with us. Because mm. so, self-esteem you would see as a, a positive, and self-importance you would almost lean on being a negative. Well, I, I mean... As, well, a, as a blanket. Well, Google, Google right? self-esteem, mate. I'd love to know what, what the definition is. I mean, I, I talk self-worth, self-value. I don't know. Self-esteem, if, if that's tied to ego, I, it's a word I'll never use again. Well, again, confidence in one's own worth, worth <laughs> or abilities, self-respect. So then that's not necessarily on the negative frame. And no, it's not. So, but that, that, that can't be ego-based. And then so self-importance, an exaggerated sense of one's own value or importance. So that, yes, self-esteem is considered... I. I guess in these definitions leans towards a positive and self-importance. So whichever dictionary you just reference, I reckon it's a hedge its bets and should be burned. <laughs> well, self, but it's self-esteem though is how do you get? To okay, so so what I'm concerned with firstly is that there's there's two there's two opposing definitions contained within one. So let's throw one. another one. Let's throw Cambridge out there. Your idea or opinion of yourself, yeah, especially your feeling of your own importance and Great. ability. That's better. Now that there is shit. <laughs> it's truth. It's Bomb. true. That's ego, and that's why it's shit. Because who gives a fuck about you? We talked about this last week. Yes. No one gives a fuck. So would would you agree with the statement that ego is the main contributor to every decision you make? It can be. But then look at okay. So there's two quite like quick lines underneath. One is this man has such an enormous ego. I've never known anyone so full of themselves. The next line, I'm glad she got the job. She needed something to boost her ego. Yeah, so Equal, give her confidence. So this is where so it's a misleading word. Yeah. So the, the, the self-confidence word and the, 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 the attribution of self-confidence or esteem to the word ego, I believe, is crap. Yeah. I love the first version because that's how I believe it exists. Now, that's me, okay? But that, this is that's, the same. That's all so, but when I, when I when I choose to understand the word ego, I understand it in the first sentence. Yeah. Do you, do you associate ego with pride? Those two words go hand in hand. If you're attaching ego to self-worth, it is. But I don't attach ego to self-worth. Yep. What about this quote from Alan Watts, the 20th century yep. philosopher, psychedelic user? Um, some of it, actually, some of his YouTube videos, if you type in Alan Watts, there's some pretty really good. inspirational stuff there. But he sees the ego as this following quote the ego is nothing other than the focus of conscious attention conscious attention exactly right so we so our subconscious and our superconscious our higher conscious operates at billions of times faster and more than our conscious mind so the ego is the one that's sitting on the top no the ego is what's sitting in front of mind yeah but mm. not the top the top is the higher conscious no, when I say top of mind, like as in the deeper stuff below, like the subconscious. That's so, so you've got subconscious and your subconscious, according to Freud and according to a few other higher scholars in the psychology world, there are three making, there are three contributors to your subconscious. Okay, your higher conscious, your your awakened state, and your egoic state, which is your unconscious. That feeds your subconscious. 
And the egoic state is the one that when your little voice is talking in your head, the stuff day to day that you that's that, right that you hear, that yeah. the chatter in your well, head. it's the noise, it's the noise. And when you silence the noise, then you can start listening to your higher conscious stuff. Yeah. But then that's where I think you could say that the ego is related to some of self-esteem, self-belief and yeah. that stuff because it's the chatter, right? And most people live on, a lot because of people live on that level. part of why, yeah, where I was going was a little bit of, uh, a little, you know, the balance between lack of self-belief versus ego as well. Like to me, there is a connection there um, of somewhat because if, you're, if you don't do something, is it out of, e- out of ego or is it out of lack of self-belief? Because... If you do that thing, will people, um, you know, will you look to fail in front of yeah. others and things like that? Is that ego, ego is or is that self-belief? Which is where there's that. that other definition, and which is connected to, to pride. It was funny when you brought up pride, Hato, because I was going through the, with this summary, there is a bunch of, I guess, quotes um, from the book, and there's three here around pride. Pride blunts the very instrument we need to own in order to succeed, our mind. The question to ask when you feel pride then is this, what am I missing right now that a more humble person might see? What am I avoiding or running from with my bluster? Oops. Bluster? Fracticness and embellishments. It is far better to ask and answer these questions now with the stakes still low than it will be later. It's worth saying, just because you are quiet doesn't mean that you are without pride. Privately thinking you're better than others is still pride. It's still dangerous, which is, I guess, again, then links back to self-talk. Um, but you still strongly believe that, I guess, self-esteem and self-love and self-belief are disconnected from ego, Conrad? Yep. I do. That's true, deeper self-love, though, not on that surface. No, oh, yeah, so when I'm talking about things... Everything I'm trying to... Because ego is, again, tied back to a sense of importance. It doesn't... No, no, it doesn't have to be. When we talk... When I said to you, when we tie ego to self-worth, I believe it's incorrectly been defined based on the historical value in the word of ego. Because the opening of this is ego is an unhealthy belief in our own importance. That's what, yeah, so it's an, it, I agree with that statement. It completely blocks off any learning, doesn't it? If you let the ego Yeah, so humility can't forward. exist. Yeah. You can't move forward. No. Yeah. Ballast. Okay. I call it an anchor. Ego? Yep. Is your anchor? Ego is your anchor, which stops you from moving forward. I would 100% agree with that. Oh, fist bump from over here. Well, this is what it talks about, right? Because you must cultivate humility, diligence, and self-awareness if we are to remove ego. Yep. And you can't really move anywhere. So with self-awareness, you become aware that the ego is at play. If we're using the ship analogy, then, maybe the ego is all the people underneath rowing in different directions. Could be. I just use it as an anchor. That'd be almost an anchor. It's kind of like an anchor anyway if everyone's rolling in different directions. It's pretty much the same thing. That's like a yeah, sea anchor. But all these chattering voices. Yeah. It's the noise. And it's until you silence the mind through meditation and those yeah, acts, can you hear your higher self, which comes to you through humility and gratitude and all that higher level consciousness. We're all one animal. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a segue. That's a topic change. Yeah, I, I, I talk about it. I actually I talked about it yesterday. When you said, when I said the individual, and yeah, the, you're saying that we are all. Well, we aren't one. We aren't one. 
We are three. We are ourselves, our version, uh, uh, how we see ourselves, and how someone else sees us. But we are all exactly. So we're all together. Yeah. Are we? Yeah. We all came from the same thing, didn't we? Did we? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Depends on your definition. Exactly. Perspective is your truth. Perspective. Didn't it? I think this, this has been a difficult conversation like, in that it's really just a, a, attacking definitions. Or like, but like, it is, but you have to attack definitions. No, 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 and no, I've done it for years because we get told shit. So, but what is, what is the truth? So when there's fact out there, go to fact. There is no... Yeah. Go to fact. And then there when, is, there, there when is fact no exists, truth. opinions don't exist. There is no truth without of some is. form of perspective being... Some no, perspective it's is bullshit, man. Any truth. Go back to the right origin okay. of the word and then find out where, where it actually went wrong. There is really no Because that's where the truth. world went wrong. Oh, shit. There is actually no real truth, right? Because there, there's always going to be a fact, sad when, when fact exists, truth is not debatable. But what fact? So then someone's consuming the fact and then they're going to bring whatever they believe and look at the fact and perceive things their own way. So it's all bullshit. If somebody wants to twist <laughs> a fucking right, fact... If somebody wants to twist a fact, the but fact it's exists. Not a fact. Fact. There's a different fact, perspective. When you do this, yeah. happens. Or... No, it's not perspective, mate. When fact exists, how can perspective... There's one singular truth. Black is black, right? You can debate as much as you want. Well, it's not. But the, 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 the entire continuum of the world has agreed that the darkest colour on the planet is fucking black. No, no, you just said no, the entire continuum of the world has agreed. Yeah. There's a perception that there's a group. Yeah, so what, you want to call it fucking navy blue? You do what you want. <laughs> There's only one truth. Dude, what are we arguing here? <laughs> Black and white. Black and Black white. And white. Yeah. No, but like I'm just saying... These every, egos are play. There is no way to look at anything with complete like, objective oh, activity. You have to. You're in business. There is no, an no, outcome. No, no, no. Yeah, no, of course there is. But then there's always a class. We always bring with us some form of historical... We don't walk up with zero, no matter what it is. Even if they're, like, say, for example, we're watching a video of two people having a conversation that we've never met before, we're going to bring our own experiences to how we process that information, no matter what. Is there going that? Oh, okay. Now you're saying something completely different. No, I'm not. Yeah, you it's are. the same line because, I've been running from the start. Because you're talking black about opinion. Black is not black. Black's not a colour. You are black's talk- an, like, amalgamation. You're, and, like, you are talking grey. about... That's probably grey, but it's actually you're ta- black. You're talking about... Your opinion. When fact exists, fact opinion doesn't. There is doesn't. no fact. The fact with black is that our eyes only show us a certain amount of the visible light. Yeah? If we actually could see what was out there, you'd be like freaking. Like, so that's the fact. The truth is that light is telling you what that color so is. So black doesn't exist? No, but no. every fact needs some story to go with it. No, it doesn't. It does, because otherwise there's no. Right. Okay, where's an example? Who's got an example? <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about here? Can we? Can, can I get some faction going to on here? I'm happy to hear this debate, and I'm happy to contribute to it. But, no, but I, I mean, it, right? is, it is a sidestep. Let's I mean, talk about law then. Money, yeah. money is the same. Money, how, how, money doesn't exist. Is, no, it, is it doesn't that fact? exist. Exactly right. Is it a fact? So if I spend money is, fifty so bucks, money is fifty as bucks, as you, fifty bucks. No, it's not fifty dollars on a so cup of So black is not black. Is that expensive? If I spend How can you, okay, money doesn't no, 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 exist because no, no, no. money is a promissory note that's back in on an okay. economy. Exactly. So let's talk about money. So it money. Fact? It's not black. Is it worth fifty bucks? So if I no, it's not worth fifty dollars on a cup of coffee. Black is that expensive? To, if, if you can afford it, if that's what you want to pay for it, then it's fair value. Okay, what if I spent fifty bucks on a cup of coffee? If you spent my fifty dollars on a cup of coffee, and there was I no, think you're an idiot. 
<laughs> right, if you want to spend your $50 on a cup of coffee, do what you want. There's always context, man. That's all I'm saying. There's always context. It doesn't... Fact- no, no, no. You're, you guys are muddying the water to service yourselves, <laughs> and that's okay. Right, I don't have to be convinced. I have an opinion based on fact, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> And my ego is now allowing me to not try to convince you anymore. Yeah, control. I control, went first, though. Control the ego. <laughs> my ego got withdrawn first. So would you say self-awareness of your ego <laughs> is a is a powerful thing to... 100%. It's the, it's the singular most powerful thing to So e- ego can be managed and not directed? Ego has to be directed and not managed. Yeah. Okay. Because your, your ego is your decision-making process because yeah. generally making all your decisions through your ego. Yeah, don't try and manage your ego because it'll blow the fuck yeah. up. So you have to be aware of your ego to so then... You so you can't manage it. You can only point it in the direction that you want to point it. Yeah. Rather than... So which means you've got to be aware of playing it out, controlling grab it under your arm and take it on your journey. So to go... So that is, and I guess that comes back to the question. Is that then when ego is used for a positive no. intent? Still not? No. Why? I don't believe it's your aware well, if you of the can't make a decision and you're moving forward regardless but you're yeah. moving forward with it not down there you've picked it up and you've taken it on your journey it still exists but you're not you can't yeah. change your underlying your underlying beliefs it's where your ego exists you cannot change that and your beliefs are negative by nature and limited by nature so you can't change that you can only be aware of how it's playing out and you were, when you're aware of the pink elephant in the room then you can deal with the pink elephant in the room you can't eliminate the pink elephant in the room Sure. So be aware when it's playing out, cuddle it, and take it for a walk with you. It's still not serving you. I think can definitely agree with that. Ego never serves you correctly. So I guess then that would answer the question. It, it, it itself cannot be used That's right. in a positive, I guess, light. And I was a debating champion from way back. So <laughs> to go to go full circle on it though, on the badge. Debating. To go full circle. I got on that it. one a long way ago. Your, your comment about, um, talk about having the seminar this week, having the seminar this week, and it kind of rejolting you back because you're aware of those sort of things, you know, vision, etc., and then it uh, rejolting you back into line uh, because it sort of gave you not a wake up call, but to, to some, I guess, yeah, it's a you know roundabout way it highlighted to, to really really always be the student yeah. did, did you um, see ego in action is that where it came from I think I may yeah that bloke this, is the poster who was in that poster I know exactly. right That's no and this comes back to whether it was uh, lack of self belief or whatever it was was um, there was something that I could have addressed nine months ago and you know it's like why didn't I? And now I'm a point. You've been point, lying to me for nine months. Not, no, it's probably not lack of self belief. It's probably the other way around. And it's probably that you are quite comfortable feeling like that. You procrastination are correct. Is ego and all that, and that's what I mean. Like that was ego, right? So well, there's were an, you there's aware a thing. of it nine months ago? I was aware of it okay, nine so months then, yeah, ago. Definitely ego. And then the again the comfort of it um, didn't allow me to move. And so this is kind of why I wanted to yeah. Was talk I about aware of it nine months student. ago? Probably, probably, probably not. I'm dealing. I'm dealing with it now. Um, because there's been a, a slight crack of not taking action on this element has started to appear. Um, because again, you become too comfortable and I guess comfort, fe- would you agree comfort feeds ego? Yes. Mm-hmm. Or the other way around? No, no, that way. That way, comfort, comfort feeds crea- ego. Com- cre- uh, ego is, comfort's created by ego. Yeah. Ego's and, nurturing that. And it's almost like you have a couple successes or wins or whatever and that's when ego really starts to at play oh, own self importance yeah. right and that's always like keeping a balance of like yeah this is not right always being the student no matter what 
Um, and That's I think the key, buddy. I mean, if, if, it, you, if you're going to always be the student, guess what is at play? Humility. Okay, what, what, kills, what kills ego? Humility. Humility. Ego. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, a, it's always a tough balance when you're, I guess, quickly thrusted into a position where, yeah, you've got some sense of significance or importance. Importance. Um, and you've got to fight that with that humility and always be the student. Um, so, yeah, in a roundabout way, I guess by going there did highlight and question which comes back to the self-awareness like i said we can always talk about it we can always talk these themes however it's amazing how really it's almost a sideways thing that you really unexpect pills either a layer or a crack into whatever that is and just gets you going, it always right? happens when you take a step up yeah my my point of it was because uh, obviously you can't manage ego you have to direct it and uh, if you, if it's going off in a direction, and then you go to something it's part like this, of you. And, it, and that's why you have to direct it. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's why it comes back to that point: is always be the student, because you always have to be on the journey of uh, being directing it rather than you well, know, through always seek, be too through comfortable. Through seeking external information, yeah. You so you you're not seeking compensation; you're seeking resolution. So when you seek to resolve, that neutralizes ego, which seeks to compensate. Say that again. Seeking to resolve, so seeking resolution. Yep. As opposed to seeking compensation. So bringing, so as opposed to bringing everything into how you see it. Yep. Not how it should be seen. Yep. That's how you neutralize ego. And you can't do that without humility. Yeah, Responding, not reacting. To some degree, you could then change what black looks like to suit your own ego. Of course you can. <laughs> the no. definition. Because you're but, the magic, but that's because that, that would be pulling <laughs> in. Still that, a truth, but that would <laughs> <laughs> different topic. But that that's that would be pulling in, right? As opposed to, um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was it, it was interesting, and it was something totally unexpected, and it's gone down a different different path. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just interesting, and because I think when ego is at play, more ego comes to play, and it just starts to well, like birds of a feather, right? Yeah, and particularly when you're in a team. One or two people, the, the, you know, with big, it all kind of surfaces. But that's why they talk about talking to vision with your team as opposed to anything else. Because if you leave yourself to talk about anything else other than vision, then ego will be at play. Yep. So speak to vision, speak to vision, speak to vision. So you're all looking at the one yeah. thing. Yeah. So what about some tools, practical tools that you think can help control or... <laughs> Justin looks like he's in a ghost. Direct, <laughs> Direct not control. What, 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 here's a better question, just to help him out, but not not to diminish your question. I thought that was quite simple. No, but Justin looks like he's in a ghost. <laughs> Speak to yourself nine months ago. What advice would you give yourself to deal with the situation that you now have seen was come about? I think. How could you handle it better? How could I handle it better? I think I didn't ask enough questions of the situation, like the topic or the theme that it was, I thought I knew what it was, right? And I clearly didn't, and I didn't seek enough kind of, I guess, alternatives and or even professionals or, um, it sounds like I was seeking dog, nothing like that. But surrounding myself with people who knew that in much deeper element than what I did. Yep. My knowing and, and learning of what it was was quite surface and I was trying to, I'd implemented something and then I was trying to revisit it thinking I needed to adjust it. Um, and that held me back from taking action on it for nine months because I felt like if I got it wrong again, then you look like a fat again, which is 
yeah, damn right ego. So I think, um, I don't know whether it was a practical tool and or if you're putting off something, yeah. I don't know whether this is a tool, this is just, I'm just spitballing right now. If you're putting off doing something that you've talked about, really ask the questions of, you know, what is it that is holding you back? Because mm. I would say if it's if ego is an anchor, then whatever's holding you is some form of ego, I guess, yep. if we're referencing it yep. back to ego. That would be a takeaway yeah, from this right. conversation, right? right? Is that if I'm not taking action on any movement, because I just didn't take action on yep. it. Like I talked, I knew it, I talked about it. Well, where, where procrastination exists, yep. ego's at play. And so, you know, in anything that I'm like, why am I not doing this? Um, I think that would be the first thing that asking that that question. Now, knowing what I now know, the wheels are turning in the direction to resolve this this issue. So you think you're opening up your more vulnerable side? Does that help? So becoming a little, if you're more vulnerable and admitting the fact that you probably needed to just jump into the action six, nine months ago, which would have opened you up to being vulnerable in front of, your team or whatever the, the situation is with that effect. look I think it, that's an element of it absolutely um, you do have to show vulnerability I, th I don't know whether this is a side thing to, to move past ego to well that's a counteract um, to get the, the movement going but I don't even know if it was being vulnerable um, I think it was more of I wanted to get it right again, and I didn't necessarily 100% believe that I was going to get it right, and that held me back. So what you just said, I want to get it right, fits with one of those belief mm. patterns. And there's, and I guess perfectionism and all this other stuff, right? Which is probably is a huge ego thing, which always holds a lot of people back. Yep. So yeah, I don't know what any other tools or summaries, no, but good. if anyone else wants to contribute, well, I think we'll jump. Why don't we jump into Conrad, sounds like your uh, topic sort of leans into this a little bit. I can only guess that it might. I don't know. It does a little bit. It's actually quite interesting. And Michael just alluded to it. Well, you guys probably didn't hear it. I want to talk about masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Masturbation, not Masturbation. the alternative masturbation, which you guys have probably heard straight away. <laughs> masturbation. Can I get a spelling on that? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that for clickbait so we can like advertise we can, this? Of or? course we can. <laughs> of course we can. Because it was Conrad wants to talk masturbation. masturbation. Well, and I, I, did, I did tell the person that the person that complained about not being able to hear me today. Um, I did a little reference the fact that I was going to talk about this topic today and they said, what? I said, yeah, can we talk about your experiences? And she goes, what do you mean? And she didn't hear me right and it made her go all stupidly pink in the face. But the word masturbation, M-U-S-T-E-R-B-A-T-I-O-N. I, I wasn't aware it was a word. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a word that was um, derived from a psychologist, Albert Ellis. Uh, I couldn't give you the year. I should be able to give you the year that that word came about. But I'll give you the context of the word. Do you suffer from masturbation? I hope 15-year-old boys listening to this 30 to 40 times a day. But anyway. <laughs> but um, it, it's... So do you suffer from masturbation? It is always must and should and ought with you. <laughs> This is a phrase coined by the renowned father of CBT, Albert Ellis. 
Must, musty thinking is a classic recipe for general anxiety and unhappiness. That's like the psychotherapy it, it, um, is also known as inflexible demand thinking and rules for the living. We talk about ego, right? This is exactly what feeds down to that. Um, so let's take a look at what it is and how we can neutralize it with a healthy, realistic preference thinking instead so that you can feel cooler much more uh, of the time and cooler of, the, cooler of yourself and much more happier with the outcome of your communication skills with others. Now, people in this room know that over the last few weeks, communication has probably been very high on my agenda with a, with a couple of situations that I've been playing out with in the office and outside of the office. And some would say that I am very egotistical and I'm very... <laughs> is that is, is ego in that word? Egotistical. Opinionated. 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 Black. Black. <laughs> All of the above. And so I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time over the last few weeks self-reflecting on who I am and, and how I react and respond in situations. Um, and I came across this reference. Um, so words like or references like, I want, therefore I must have. I must be thoroughly competent at all times or else I'm incompetent. You must behave as, as I think you ought to or else there's something wrong with you. You must treat me with respect and kindness or you're a bad person and you should be punished. Things must be comfortable and not frustrating or life is awful. Now, I think I've actually said some of those things in the last few weeks. Um, but the, the psychology behind that is that we are trying to create an environment of control that doesn't harm us, which upon reflection to me, challenges me as to why I do that. So you're saying you use must too much? Is that, is that what you're yep. saying? Yeah. Well, so I, I have a demand, so I, I, have, I have a demand thinking and rules for living scenario going on. You guys must agree with that. Seriously, you must. There is no way that you could. Well, you don't have to. If you don't, I'd love to hang out with you for a beer later because my I'm sitting in this room and I'm pretty vulnerable with you guys at the moment because all of you know yeah. me very well. Yeah. There's, there's, you can hear crickets right now. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable right now. I'm talking about me. Yeah. So when you, when you think about the psychology behind this, it directly feeds into your ego. Now, I'm telling you, I practice non-ego, yet my environment is very ego-driven. Yes. Yep. Based on your mustiness. Based on my demands and my rules for living. Yes. Yeah, you create a, an environment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost, it is, it is almost paradoxical. Um, and I think we were- I think I'm coming from the good place. Well, we were talking about um, your level of awareness of topics and this type of stuff. Can it almost do you more harm than good? <laughs> knowing these type of things and, and having rules and disciplines and, you know, like some that naivety is bliss. Um, not knowing any of this, would you be more happy? Um, right? So, yeah, it's a little bit of a paradox. Well, must must is you're demanding of something. Yeah. You want this to change to your way of Yeah, so it's demand thinking. Yeah. And uh, so you're... I mean, to fit in your box. Of course, yeah. yeah. Which is ego-driven. Of course. Of course it is. And so how do you be both? 
You create the environment you want. Yeah. You want that environment. You create it. I'm no different. And then you say, and as I say, where you try and work on shedding layers of ego. Yeah. But it's a complete paradox. Complete. It's a complete paradox. So what's the answer? So the part- is it, are we? What are, what are we even? Talking about yeah. so, so the alternative, the alternative demand thinking, and the safety of or the safety of what you're trying to create, because that's what it comes down to, right? You're trying to create a safe space for you. Your demand thinking, your rules of living, because it fits your box. But you're kind of setting yourself up for failure with that sort of. Idea. No shit, Sherlock. I mean, then that's what I've been doing all my life. Yeah, because yeah. you say must means that you're going to be disappointed. But then, as Justin just referenced. I can fairly and squarely debate and argue every point someone wants to put on the table through fact and knowledge. That doesn't mean they have to understand, nor do they have to buy in. What it's actually taught me though, Justin, and this is the path I'm on at the moment, is that the one step I have to take is is, is a step towards vulnerability. And for me to benefit from my knowledge is not for me to assert my knowledge, it's for me to step back from asserting my knowledge. Yeah. Why? Because if I'm going to sit there and continually to throw rules on the table, how life should be lived for every human being. Well, you're setting yourself up for. For what? Can I can I quote Marco? No, from last week. Yeah, go. None of it fucking matters. It does exactly right. So exactly right. It doesn't matter what we read, what we research. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. Yeah, but so so hang on, hang on. You want to be a better person, right? So being a better person. But why? Why? Yeah. So that I can experience, so I can experience life to its fullest. And if I'm going to make things fit in a box, how the hell am I experiencing life? Because we do require and need some form of system and operation. Do we? Or is that what we've been told? Well, I know. I think that's what we desire. It's part of what we desire. We like we like routine. According to Tony, according to Tony Robbins, we need certainty. Is one of the core home well, cert- and certainty of what? And uncertainty. Yeah, because you need to counterbalance everything. I mean, life is so what do you need certainty with and what do you need uncertainty with? Because the problem is, well, though, if you go too far now, nothing fucking matters. It can be quite almost depressing. Yeah. And, like, yeah. it can be really, like, um, what's the point in life, right? Yeah. So if you go too far down that element, um, I think is... Uh, also uh, dangerous. very dangerous. Well, it goes back to that monk stage... You know, that state, sorry, of allowing yourself to feel, but, you know, still but it, not having too much, not getting hung up on it too much as well. So, so, but I is it, what, what's, no, but, but, but it comes, the other question is, why is it your responsibility? It's not. It's not, it's but not. you know what you have got? A purpose. So you have a purpose, you have a vision, you have something you want to achieve and do in this sure. world. But that's mine, not anybody else's. And what's everyone should just be pushing for that. And if they don't have a strong enough one, they'll be following yours or following someone else's. Sure, but I mean, in, in saying that, I'm very clear that for the, for the want of a better description, I don't need any more disciples. I don't need one. What, have you actually changed any of your behaviours over the last week or so directly because of your understanding of your must mentality the 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 path that i've chosen to take or or delve into more is the path of vulnerability yep um which means allowing people to come to their own resolution of their own time and then giving your space the 
they're giving you the space to make your own decisions. Okay. But so you're still putting in place the request or the, the your vision, but allowing people. Sure, communication is important, and yep. people to understand where you're coming from. They don't need to. They don't need to care about what box you're putting them into. Yep. Um, and and you know, like I was touching on earlier, no human being needs followers. Yep. Everyone needs partners. A lot of us need leaders, but we don't need to lead people from a following perspective. We need to lead people to being their best versions of themselves. To become more leaders. Yeah, to become the best version of themselves, to lead themselves. Yep. No human being needs followers. No. At the, at the nth level. Okay, I'm not talking about politics. I'm not talking about footy teams. I'm not, I'm not talking about stuff. I'm about not talking war. Instagram. Or, what about um, war? No one needs it. No one needs it. It's a want. Yeah, a want because they have a desire, which is fed by the ego. Yeah, for whatever reason, because to achieve their rules for living a vision or, a purpose. or their demand thinking is dictating that. Yeah. Okay. But no one needs that. Actually, but, but, wrong with that. But everyone needs a purpose, right? So they're going to join that purpose. That's fulfilling them, though, right? In the absence of their own purpose, everyone is a follower. And people wants to contribute. Does everyone human wants a deep desire, or yearning to contribute to something larger than themselves? So can they not be yeah. a fault? Yeah, but not everyone has the ability or goes through life in finding their own individual, I guess, uh, you know, own individual purpose that serves... Well, well, what should be your biggest rule in life then? I mean, is life, is life not about finding life's meaning? I think some people like to be led. I think some people find it right. com- comfortable. Then and, they'll be reborn into following again as yeah. an ant. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you want to believe that Hindi way of life, you know, if the purpose of life has any value, then the purpose of life is about your life and and what you create, not about what you follow. No, not not entirely. I mean, you can create not every if every human was running around saying, I have this major purpose and I'm going to go and achieve that. I'm going to like this. But I didn't say it to be major. No. I didn't have to say major. What about being number two in a in a in a in a team or something? Mate, I'm an assistant coach in a basketball team. Yeah. All right. I am a number two. Yeah. You don't think I have a purpose in that position? It's no. like being an entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. I have value. I have purpose. But you're also in a look a team sport environment. There's a defined game. There's a defined set of rules to play within, more or less. And yep. then you, you've it's easy to come to so a collective talk, vision talk, and goals on uh, in a, in that type of environment, right? But I, I believe that I can contribute to that. Yep. Yeah, not I follow agree. that. But so does a lot of other people. So you set so the I'm goals not, and parameters of what you want to on achieve contribution, and how to do it. not on following. No, no. no like so in people, your in your organization, like in your business organization, yep. you set a series of frameworks, a series of technology, a series of everything else. Based on else. contribution. Yeah, and then other people come along and they go, you know what, I like that model that Conrad's leading. Within that framework, my vision is to step forward and my, my purpose is to you know, help move the that's needle. Their, so that's their contribution, that's their purpose. Exactly. Yeah. So what's wrong with so you setting some of that framework? So followers people are, like framework. So I get that, but followers are the absence. So, we're not, so let's 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 get definitions right here. Followers are not follow are not following their own purpose. When I say followers, people that are following for the sake of following. Okay. Let's talk about the parishes of a Catholic church. All right. Yep. We follow an indoctrinated nature of, of, of a religious a religious culture on the basis of what. 
And hey, for the record, I'm a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. I go to church. So I'm talking from it, from an inside perspective. I see people do things for the sake of following with no real basis around purpose. Because it gives them comfort. Why? Because they're scared of the alternative. Yeah, but this is, this is the whole paradox. So then you have an expectation on people to, to not be to not be followers. Is, and no, must, no, must I don't. Have, I don't have it. I, I, no. I'd love to see people do that. I don't have an expectation. Sure. So when I when I surround myself with people mm. at my closest, I'm not surrounding people to follow me. Well, maybe from an evolutionary point sure. of view, you yeah, talked yeah. you talked about the ant before. Yep. I mean, the ant colony yep. has. I mean, that little follower ant who are soldier ant. He doesn't know he's a soldier ant. Yeah, he just does what he, he does. Knows. Yeah, maybe, maybe humans are not. Of course he knows he's a soldier ant. He was born into that. In that he part. does not know he's a soldier ant. Of course he ant. does. Yes, no, he, he doesn't. Of course he does. He's just doing what he does. How yeah. does he know what to do? Or do you reckon he goes, "Oh, well, I'm a soldier ant. I'm yeah. going to do this." No, he just does it. Yeah. How does he know that? Because it's in his DNA. Yeah. Or is it just in where he's born in the, in the society of, us, of the ants, and he just follows his dad? <laughs> no. Oh, so you th- do you do you so you know that the ant doesn't know what he's doing? He doesn't have a conscious mind knowing what he's doing from an. So it's an automated behaviour. Yes. Based on what? Based on DNA. Based on. So he's born into it. So his dad was a fucking soldier. What I'm saying, he doesn't know he's a soldier. He's just doing the job that he's there for. Yeah. Semantics, though, right? But um, (laughs) semantics. Semantics. Um, So, so you're kind of where you're sitting with this to counterbalance it is, is being vulnerable being vulnerable yeah to, 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 to release demand and to release the, the rules and to be open to now you can have your own framework for your own belief system right but right. question no, for you then yep how's being vulnerable going it's hard I've got a statement for you Conrad, I don't, and uh, ego or not in my opinion of things <laughs> I don't believe you're doing anything wrong According to me, I don't believe I'm doing anything wrong either. But it, so, but, but, but it sounds like there's pain in this conversation for you because you feel like there's something you need to change or not doing because correctly. Because when I'm referencing people's behaviours around my expectations, it doesn't tick boxes. What boxes have you set up to tick them? My rules of living. The reason why I say that Your is principles. because I know yeah. you have a... Your values. Yeah, principles and values. And I know you have a purpose and a vision that is a positive thing for us in a small or big community. So we're, we're all human. As we move forward and, and continue to try and bring you know, that purpose to fruition, we're going to make some mistakes. We're going to do some good things, some bad things, some massive broad stroke amazing things. Some poor, we're going to make poor decisions. You're, you're moving on a path that is designed and by your own, de- like you, you've defined and, de- and designed this to improve and help other people as well as yourself whilst you're on this earth. 100% good. Do you think it's your Forget ex- about the rest. expectations? 100%, but that's my expectations are based on my framework of rules of living. Yeah. So lose so expectations. It- I can have my rules to guide me. Yeah. And that's all you need to that's concentrate it. on, yeah. Now if somebody does something that's you know, broadly against whatever my rules are about me, then I can have, the, I have well within my rights to take a step to the left or the right. I've, I'm not within my rights of judging another human being because they're acting within their rules. Yeah. So to bridge that, if to give people an opportunity to come to the same page per se, it's only then through communication as to why those rules exist that allow you to 
enable yourself to, to get on the same page or not, or agree to be on different pages. And then at some stage a decision is made that yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. Or, yep. Yep. But we, 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 I think the opposite of that is what exists. It's, it's, try, it's not being vulnerable enough, being protective. And when you look at being protective, what are we being protective of? Ego. I think the big thing is really around that. It's not a awareness is it's what it is. But anyone who I think is asking questions, you know, looking to you know, consider how they behaved or how others behaved, and you know, making they're you're looking for growth. And as long as people are in that frame and that mindset, then like they can't really do anything wrong, can they? Like you know, because whether they do something. That that's perceived as right or wrong. It, it's that they're looking, I guess, with the right, the right underlying value, and that is that they they're here to, to leave the place better. And you know, it's that, that's, that, that's that, what we need to do. Like, but that's, that's the opportunity everyone has, right? Everyone it's has not, that opportunity. It's not it's it's not necessarily their responsibility. But I think you'll find a lot of it balances out. So there's people that do horrific things, you know, up until let's say they're 22, and then all of a sudden they go through some major life situation they change and then they turn around and impact the world in a very positive way like that's a very common story right is it oh oh look people that have been involved in like say major crime or whatever it's a really it's a pretty common story right like you you were child abused or you know you were a drug addict or you were whatever or you were neglected and, and typically a higher chance of those people are the ones who go on to do amazing great things to influence and change society because yeah, of the, the horror you know they've seen the, the atrocities yeah. and the horrors they went through and they don't want others for that you find tip, it's kind of why like simple things like immigrants to western countries are much more successful on average than homebred because the lazy factor lazy yeah it's factor. the same situation right yeah. um, so you're def- definitely right you know you can I guess if everyone's seeking intent, you know, if this is the intent is, is good and pure. Um, and everyone's a different reference point in their journey, I guess. I think the challenge comes back to when you're a certain level is how long do you, until you make a call of like this, or this do, is Or do working. you not make the call and, oh, I suppose there is a call, isn't it? Well, we the talked detachment. about that at breakfast the other day. You know, even in, in hiring and firing employees, do you do you fire them or do you allow them yeah. to go off their own volition? And I don't think there's a right or wrong way. I used to think, I you know, I used to have a badge of honour on, on not sacking anyone, but I, I believe that maybe sacking somebody may be a path forward for them and you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, in, a, in a sense, you didn't rip the bandaid off, right? No. Instead, you 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 influenced I, I, the leaving I, because I believe my rules of living was to see him achieve or her achieve. So I've kept them around, kept them around, and they hadn't achieved, and they end up walking out anyway. Well, that was because as well you felt that you could help them achieve the yeah. whole time. Yeah. yeah sometimes you, you just got to allow others to go off and find out themselves, um, and by holding on to that. You know, we can't control everything and we can't influence everything. And that was the ego at play there. Well, we can, we can influence everything. We can't control everything. You can't necessarily we can influence, influence. We can influence everything that we want to influence. That's true. By, and then you can't... The only control you have is, again, either cutting whatever that is out or um, yep. changing how you think about it, right? Yep. So, you know, it's... Um, Paradox. <laughs> Paradox. <laughs> oh, that's that was, that was, a, that was a pregnant deep, pause of my head. Deep path. I'm a, that's I'm our a, longest pause ever. 
I'm not going to ask you how the drink went. Do I need another drink? Clearly, maybe, I, I think I do need one, but maybe it might not be it was so all right. milky. It was milky. No, actually, I, look, I, I was giving a bit of grief, but this, I don't mind a nice iced version of said drink. Um, you know, late, late one night here or there. So very nice um, change up, Trav. Every drink has its purpose. Mm. I don't know what this purpose is apart from pain no, stripping. No ego. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're allowed to not like it, Conrad. It's okay. It comes, this one comes with 35% ego. But just keep your opinion to yourself next time. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Less uh, opinions. Probably wrapping up there for uh, episode 19. I think uh, ooh, another good episode. And we'll uh, see you next week. Ciao. See Bye-bye. Champagne. Champagne. Champagne.